Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for our music. And our opening, thank you so much, Steve, for that. And our featured patrons on a boat, JR and Juju, Team G Winchester, Boo Boo One, Kitty Catch, Finlay and his Drudge, Seabeck Tribe, Shark C, Curious KDB, Gene Hunter, and our new patrons, Railroad, Mustard Devil, Adi Olson, Autumn EB, and Team, Monro- Team Monroe's. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the, it's new now. Well, it's new on the website. Become a, it's now no longer the become a patron. It's the heart. Oh, click on the heart. <laughs> Link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or head on over to patreon.com forward slash Geocache Talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coins and our geocaching, other geocaching items during the year. Well, as bonus content, got a lot of that coming up, by the way. Invites to special events only for patrons. Also that coming up, we'll talk about. Support levels start at as little as bison tube level, which is $3 a month. And if you're really curious, it goes all the way up to golden ammo can. That's just $10 a month. So let's jump right into show 212 as we discuss the second part or the final part also of the quality caching survey. How'd that go? Yeah. Cool. That's right. This uh, should be a good one, and Gary has not let me see it yet. So, nope. He likes to hide stuff with me and surprise me, so he can try to embarrass me live on TV. Hidden. Does this keep my TV on the web? I don't know. Broadcast podcast anymore? I mean, everything's Netflix or internet anyway. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. So, big thanks to Burnt Turtles for last week's show. Um, oh yeah, that was a lot of fun discussing the shelter mother's challenge. I don't know what name you give it. I think the shelter was kind of a cool name for it. Um, but anyway, that was fun. So thank you so much for that. Um, yeah, I'm sad that I never got to do one of those, but hopefully one day there'll be yeah. another one like that and we can all go do it. Darren, thank you, my friend. I uh, hope everything's going good in, uh, in the future. That's right. Uh, it's Tell us how this turns out. Please let us know when all this world goes back to normal. Not future to him. No, I always do that. I always do that to Craig. Craig, how's the future look? He goes, it's looking great. Um, all right. So yeah. uh, before we get into the news, though, uh, tomorrow is one of those patron events. Oh, cool. And since uh, we have such a cool logo, I'll show it again. Mm-hmm. We have our next uh, meeting of our Geocache Talk book club for the patrons. And uh, I, I did good this time. So I read a lot. And as you know, last time I, I messed up and uh, read like a 
the day that we finished the last one. So it was like a month. Right. Um, this one I finished, I timed it right. I waited till the very end and I just finished it up today. So cool. Um, so it'd be a little more close to our actual book club, but yeah, but uh, it, it's a fun one. Geocache related book. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go into a long story about it, but it's tomorrow night finally. So we get to, we get to meet again and do that. That's been pretty fun. We'll keep that going for a long time. Hopefully there's no shortage of books. Yeah, I'll, uh, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, we're, we're at a higher video qu uh, play, uh, quality. Landon's mentioning that too as well. If you're having any issues, you could lower the, the quality down. We're at 1080p now, but if you prefer, you can lower your lower us to like 480 or something. So Just lower yeah. Gary to 480. Just lower mine. Keep... Keep Jesse. He's the better looking guy anyway. So keep his at 1080p. Lower mine to 480 or. Yeah. I, I don't think people come to this show for models. They come to talk about or, your so. yeah. um, lower, lower mine down to 110 or something. But but it's interesting you bring that up too. They they have increased the resolution for this. Yeah. Uh, the platform we get to use for this. Um, once again, we only get to use this platform because of patrons, right? But they've also added something else, which we're not going to bring up yet because we got to figure out how to actually use it. They added another new feature recently that should be a lot of fun for uh, some yeah. events, come, you know, some some hopefully patron events and stuff like that coming up. We just got to make sure it'll work seamlessly before we do it. But they keep adding more things and, you know, we would not have this except for the patrons. So we get these fun toys that we could all share. So more fun stuff to come on that. Absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's jump into the news. We have a lot of news tonight, so and I love Scott, that, bumper. that bumper's awesome. I, I know it's awesome. Thank you to Derek uh, Baker Six Clan for doing that. Uh, we have we have a lot of news. So if Scott's on tonight, tell him just hang on. We'll get to the topic. The show has started. We've been going for six minutes and twenty seconds. So just everybody take care. Everybody relax. Everybody enjoy the news. We have a lot of news to discuss. Not a lot, but we have some. So sit back, relax. Enjoy the news. Number one uh, news that we have to mention. Yes. The blog. The blog. We need more blogs. So we've got some in reserve, but we really, really want the blog to continue to be people's accounts. I know people are out there caching because I'm getting tons of logs on my caches every weekend. So I know y'all have stories. Send them in. Uh, we have an awesome blog manager, She, but she wants to publish your blogs, not just ours. She's got some of ours, but they're not as much fun. You hear our stories. We really want to hear your stories. So um, help Angie out, send in some blogs, and she can help you get whatever your story is out there, which that's so unique when all those individual stories, a different writer every week. I mean, every time we do one of those, mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun. So send those in. We really need those. We want to make sure we have them and keep continuing to get people's stories out there. Yes. Please contact Angie, AKA at Geojanji. That's, because her husband's John, John Angie Changi, to write a guest blog, post, or if you have any recommendations for subjects or authors, I can reach out via my email, jangigowest at gmail.com or through that cutoff. It's Instagram, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she's everywhere. So forth and so on. Oh, you're going to have a, somebody at your event there, Jesse. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Oh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah. That is tomorrow. That's right. Yeah, we 
we are so lucky. We're allowed to have because we had we had to have, give like safety plans, but we've got an ongoing weekly event, and it looks like Mary's going to be there, so that's going to be cool. That's tomorrow morning, uh, yeah. six thirty to seven o'clock every Monday morning for. I think we're on like event number one ninety two. We're wow. almost at our two hundredth event, so that is awesome. We would have been right at two hundred, except for something stopped us for a couple months. Yeah, something we were, we're talking about that. something that cannot be named. The so. unmentionable. That's right. Thanks for everybody being here. Tricash is here. Um, Chad, uh, I, uh, what I'm enjoying is I get to see Gilby every every week because uh, Joshua is doing, still putting out Gilby. Because uh, Gil Gilby is the dog, by the way. In case anybody want to know, it's the dog. It's the Disneyland of geocaching. I'm, uh, I'd rather go there than Disneyland. I'll be honest. That's <laughs> true. That's why it's the Disneyland of geocaching. It's, it's the dog. So, uh, oh, Sherry's want to know is the seating and restaurants back normal? Not for us. We're sitting outside. Is it really? Oh no, that's not true. So on our coffee event, we sit outside. There are some inside tables. And here in Colorado, what we have now is they have reduced capacity. Yeah. So you know, people have to wear masks to like get in the building. But inside, when you're eating and drinking coffee and all that other stuff, nobody right. has to wear mask or anything like that the only oh, thing wow. they do here is if you're going to uh like if you're walking around the restaurant going to the restroom or something like that you know that's yeah. when they ask you to wear your mask but uh and walking in to like get seated yeah not when you're sitting and uh now all the staff does but like around here and i don't know where it is everywhere else and this is kind of one of those good bad things right like it's all spread out so i was yeah. sitting the other day at the restaurant and we just got done cashing this last you know the other day with some friends and we we're sitting at a restaurant and the tables are not close up on top of each other anymore. Yeah. And I sat there thinking, when COVID's over, I don't want them to put double the tables that are in here. I like having the space in here now. <laughs> exactly. I'm, like, I'm getting kind of spoiled with this. Like, there's nobody right up on top of you. They're not cramming everybody into a business. So yep. I hope some of the things linger, even after we beat this virus and everything else. I hope there's some there's some traffic things and some space things that I'm kind of liking a little bit. So yeah. I guess I'm... I'm getting accustomed to some of the things. <laughs> yeah. We, um, we've, I would say Texas is similar. Um, we pretty much order, order out and take it home. But it, we, oh, once, yeah. in a, once in a while we have gone, but you know, you wear it in and then you eat and wear it out. So, I mean, uh, wear your mask in and then wear it. Going yeah. out, so. we still try to stay away. You know, it's not worth it right now. I, yeah. that's why hobbies like geocaching are so good. Mm -hmm. We're this weekend. We've been out of all the other hobbies we do. We've been resorting to geocaching and jeeping, and we're happy doing those and just staying away from everybody. And you know, who'd have thought we'd have been in the healthy hobby? But I know, <laughs> boy, ain't that the truth? Yeah. Um, we have. Um, We've been doing similar. We're we're gonna about to go on a our the last the last hurrah before school starts. Now that Susan works in the school district, we're taking Labor Day weekend and we're going with almost. So it takes takes two days, even though you're still in the state of Texas. It takes two days to get to Big Bend, but it's a whole other world out yeah. in the Big Bend National Park. It's mostly back open. So really looking forward to going back out there. I love it out there. It is unbelievable. It really is. It's like being on another part of the world. I mean, even though it's part of Texas. So nice. All right. Um, 
Sponsor tonight is AFK Geocaching. We want to mention our sponsors. And they have out something out there called GC Trackables. So go check out gctrackables.com. Got some cool things on there. Uh, you can trade trackables. You can check on your trackables. They have a very quick, you just pop it up and it'll show you. There you go. Thank you. Uh, it has a very cool map. It tells you exactly where your trackables are. I don't know if you've looked at yours lately, Jesse. I went, checked mine, and um, yeah, they're out there. One's in Germany, still still bouncing around Germany, which is great. Thank you, Germans, for taking care of my trackable over there. So, mine are hit and miss. I could start talking about it, but uh, it's a whole show in and of itself. We may have to do later. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I stay pretty active watching my trackables and things like that, and some of them turn out well, and <laughs> some of them not so much. But uh, as soon as I get a trackable, I'll send it out. I don't, you know, I try to not keep them that much. I have some, I have coins, but all the other trackables I try to send out, I've, I've sent a bunch out. I have two. And woo, I've made some mistakes with those things over time. I've oh, learned yeah. it, but I have to. That's probably I mean, a good show in and of itself. Like the things it is. from it is. I'm always, yeah, I'm always making mistakes because I, you really should attach something somehow so people can know if it wants to go somewhere. I mean, it's. Oh, I've made dumb mistakes in that. Let me. Well, <laughs> it's another show. I mean, I don't even think. I take it is because I'm embarrassed now that I did some of the dumb things that I did. But yeah, exactly. That's for another show. It is for another show, but uh, anyway, GC Trackables, check them out. Mm -hmm. um, AFK Geocaching, check them out on the uh, Facebook. Is a good place to find them. AFK Geocaching is our sponsor tonight. All right, real quick, upcoming shows, because I always tended to forget these, so I put them now in the news because I would tend to forget mentioning them. Uh, next week, show 213, we're having on Chris Mackey. Chris uh, does geocoins. He does geocoin design like nobody else in the world. Mm -hmm. You can fight me on that because his are the greatest. So I don't care what you say. He is, is the greatest. He makes some pretty awesome designs. There's no doubt he about does. it. He makes some incredible stuff. So we're going to talk with Chris and talk about what are possibilities that you can come up with? Uh, and we'll talk about some of the crazy stuff he's done. He's done a lot. Going caching has some has some unbelievable coins. You could do a puzzle coin. You can do pretty much anything you you could ever imagine. Chris can figure those out and help you on those. Uh, like I said, in two weeks I'll be in Alpine, Texas, probably somewhere like that. And um, Jesse and I are going to talk about stealth because we haven't talked about it really before. So stealth required. It came up as a I saw it as a topic one day. And I thought, you know, that's kind of a cool thing to talk about because we both have our our expert stealth thoughts, I think. <laughs> that's right. So and mistake. And we have a lot of new cashers that listen to the show or, or watch the show. So, you know, if we, if we don't periodically cover something like that, who's going to cover it? So and then in three weeks, a little more advanced topic, because we tend to do advanced topics most of the time. And that one is we're going to have on Randy Randall H. Randall H. has done a lot of cool things, a lot of kayaking. So, Jesse, kind of get your kayak back out. Yep. And get ready, because we're going to do uh, discussions about multi-day kayaking trips. He's done that. Um He's done some other cool stuff uh, that needs discussion. So 
Randall H will be on September 13th. And then it gets crazy after that. We have some great shows coming up. Um, quickly, website updates. Uh, Gadget Talk. If you go check out Gadget Talk, not right now, but later. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, they've updated their part of the website. The podcast calendar is updated to October. So check that out. One of the dates on there is um, a patron party. We've never really, well, we've done them kind of, but people have always asked, what are you all going to do on your fifth fifth Tuesday of the month? And there you go. Our fifth Tuesday month is going to be patron parties. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we'll, we'll kick out the jams and have a great time doing that. So uh, still time. If you want to jump in there, do that. Uh, it's coming up soon. All right. I think we have covered all that I can mention because my head's about to explode with more announcements that I can't talk about. A couple of them actually. Yeah. Now we're up to, now I'm up to two. One was, one was mind blowing enough. And then the next one came up, came about in my head spinning. So I can't. And one thing we can guarantee they'll both be spectacular. Yes. I don't know if that's good spectacular or bad spectacular, <laughs> but spectacular yeah. or achievement. One of the two, but either one, you know, even one of the two, let's see what happens. So, uh, yeah, dress, dress code for that, uh, patron party is dressed, dressed, <laughs> just dressed. anything. Direwolf's hat and shirts only just stay seated and we'll be all good. Uh, it'll be a, it'll be a YouTube, but it'll be a private YouTube. So there you go. Cash pants, please. Yes. Udak, you're correct. So, oh, Cherry's still asking those. Yeah. I, I, can I mention the one? No, I can't. Can I mention, yeah. can I mention the meeting that we're, no, I can't mention the meeting you're having, are we? I can't, can I? No. None of those things because we want to, to, let them cook before they're ready. <laughs> Until they're ready, right? Yeah, they're not ready to come out of the oven yet. One of them's got to be close. Okay. All right, we're moving on before I yeah. say something wrong. That's right. All right, cash quality. And this is the second part of the survey, yes. right? So when was that yeah. original? Do you remember? These are kind of re kind of the results of that. Um, the first time we, we discussed this was... Uh, show 131. Hang on, I'll tell you when that was. Oh, wow, that was freaky. How did I do that? Uh, I don't know what's the date on that. Hang on, I'll tell you. So we talked about it, yeah, show 131, and that was on... Oh my gosh, that's a long time ago. It was a while. I mean, it, it, time flies, let me tell you. Time flies when you're podcasting. 131 was, oh, it was um, January 6th of 2019. Oh my gosh, it's been that long. And we intended to, to do the other part and we just kept, you just yeah. kept being a good guest. But, so we decided to hold it. Yeah. Uh, the other part of it. So yeah, we kept on. Originally a survey by HQ sent out. Yeah, well, the survey was done back in 2018, mm -hmm. and uh, 2018, uh, here's what they wrote. They says, in, in mid-2018, we invited the geocaching community 
into a conversation about cash quality. As we said then, HQ has taken steps in recent years to bring cash quality into greater focus because we think it is very important to the continued vitality of the game. Before we continue with more projects to encourage cash quality and expect the community to focus on quality, we wanted to hear geocachers' thoughts on the subject. And so they sent out the survey. They got back nearly – did you do the survey, by the way, when it came out? Do you remember? No, because you told me not to. You told me not to open the email because you didn't want me oh, to see it. True. And that's yeah. – first of all, so for HQ, I do every survey that they send out. Except that one. Ahead of time said, do not fill this one out. So That's right. Let's get well, this for any other reason other than our podcast. So That's true. There you go. You, you took one for the team. That's right. That's right. Uh, nearly 12,000 people from 58 countries participated. The respondents were some of the community's most experienced and engaged players. 80% own a cache. 85% have found 500 plus caches and 95% are premium members. So, so that's interesting too, because they, they mm -hmm. talked about the most experienced cachers and you notice the, when they send out the surveys, it's like, I found one, how many caches have you found? Right. And it'll be like one to 25, 25 to 50, 50 to hundred, and then more than a hundred. Like really, that's your, that's your benchmark for really experience is 101, but whatever. <laughs> I know they have to be normal to like, you know, I don't know, but uh, that's always, I always find that interesting on their surveys. I guess they're really lowballing what they think people have found out there, but, and I guess, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. That's the thing. We'll have to dig into Project DC and see what the average cashier has actually found. You know, what's True. the meaning of everybody? So, and we are going to do a Project GC show yeah. here. Gosh, they're starting to add up. I've got we got Doug McRae from the the uh, creator of Ms. Pac Man is going to be on here soon. Um, we've we just had on the um, uh, you know um, Doctor Beagle. We've had some some cool. We have a lot of cool. Well, you uh, we want to get all these topic shows, but you keep booking people that we're not going to reach, you know, that we're I not going on. So, um, yeah, this one fit in well. But this will be a fun topic tonight, which we thought because this was sent out in 2018. Yep. They were really, uh, they revealed some of the results which we talked about in 2019. Now it's 2020. Yeah. How much has changed towards the better on what they targeted? So that's going to be an interesting, like they, they asked the community in 2018, what do we need to do to make it better? Right. Well, it's later, so let's see what's done to make it better and go through part of the survey, too. So that'll be a good one to be able to, to go, huh? Now, in fairness, <laughs> there's a little bit of stuff going on in the world. So a little bit. <laughs> they are kind of busy. So uh, first one, most important here, I'll put it in the banner so we can people can watch it as we go. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what, you know, what is what has really changed. So the first question that we're talking about tonight is the most important factors for a high quality geocache. So I have a top 10 list. I don't actually it's top 14 list. So did they give the choices when they did this? Uh, they did. I have the factors in order of importance. Um, but. So let's go through them then, I guess. Okay. All the ones that came up. Yeah. I'll give you all of them. Let me see if I can give them in some sort of random order. Uh, okay. So here's, here are the items and then we'll talk about them. Okay. Uh, helpful hints. Accurate, that that's on there. Helpful hints. 
Mm. That's not number one. I'm just reading them in randomized order. Personal preference, though, right? Yeah. Would you rank that in the top ten? Helpful hints. Uh, I can see good. You know, fairness. I just found one this weekend. Yep. That I would not have found other than the hint. Mm. So I'm not going to say where it was or whatever, but the hint was, and this is this is what I would consider a good hint. So. And it ties right into this, right? So I, this is where I'd give it a point for a good hint. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say what it was because it's it is what it is, right? People could figure out which one I found, but yeah. um, the hint was another name for song, which doesn't immediately tell you like it's under the lamppost, right? Right. It wasn't a lamppost, by the way. But um, what does that make you think? I didn't immediately come up with this. It took a minute, and Christy came up with it, but. No name for song could be a ditty, could be a a ballad. Mm-hmm. This uh, is exactly the words that I was saying, and Christy was like, "Well, that, none of these make sense." <laughs> going another name for song to it, a tune. Th- I said that too. Okay. Gosh. I so, to- how long before you would come up with track? No, never. I didn't either. Christy googled <laughs> it and found it out. But once you got that hint at the location we're at, right. Zeroed you right into where to go. That gotcha. was a good hint, right? Because yeah, you can immediately go. Oh crap! I saw the hint, and it said it's you know under the tire or something. Yep. So, uh, so and now without that hint, it still took a little while with the hint to get it. <laughs> still That's took a while. So something like that is good when you open the hint, like you're struggling, and you look at the hint, and it goes, you know, it's right there. Right. You tell it, it tells you exactly where it is. I don't like those as much because that gives away the whole thing, but. Right. So a helpful hint like that, actually, I, I guess would. And I don't know what the other ones are yet, but that's 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 pretty good, I would say. It ended up becoming. It will. It ends up being in the top ten. Let me give you the other ones. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, accurate attributes. So consider <laughs> that one. Um, Cle- clever or custom container. That should be in the top three. Uh, it was number 11. What? I know, I know. I know. Uh, fun and or cat challenging puzzle. Fun. Okay. Yeah. You know, top five. Nope. Including <laughs> includes parking, <laughs> includes parking coordinates if available. Um, if it's a hiking one, that's good, but I would rank that a little bit lower because you know what? I'm going to do my own research and I'm probably not going to park where you say I'm going to park as close as I can and go straight <laughs> to the mountain. So yeah, it was, it was outside the top 10. Yeah. Um, la- largest container for location. Now there's a, that is the opposite. So that's not even on the list, right? That was like, what is not a good thing? <laughs> it was number 14. So you're right. Both of us think the okay. same way. What kind of kindergartner needs that? But anyway, let's move on from that. We've talked about, we beat that one to death. We, we did. I don't you need you to have me a 55 gallon drum for me to be able to find it. Just Yes. You don't need a, the largest container. Some people though, they want the largest container for that location. It's got to be the largest. It's like, what fun is that? Put a micro in the woods. How bad of a finder are you? You know, but whatever. Put a nano in the woods. Come on. Challenge accepted. Dang people. Yeah, see, look, and I'm pretty sure Adi Olson was talking about the container, or you know, the creative container, not that's number one, right? So, no, he, yeah. Um, all right, so let me get to. There's some other ones, but let's just jump in because we've got a lot of questions to go through tonight. So, 
Well, um, I want to I hear it now. You want to hear the next ones? Okay. So, you've so you got to at least tell me what they are. All right. Uh, accurate coordinates? Eh, yeah, pretty, that's important, I guess. Does not harm the environment. I mean, I guess I'm supposed to say that's important. I guess. <laughs> owner maintenance. Owner maintains the cash regularly. Extremely important. Top ten. Y- yes, because you Top cannot find a cash if it's not there. Top five. How good you are. <laughs> what is that? Uh, what is that travel bug song? Billy Finder that he can yeah, find right. whatever. Even he couldn't find that one, right? That's like, right. Can't find it if it's not there. So that still out there. And that's that's extremely high. Billy Finder. That's a good. That's a good one. Go go check out the travel bugs. Um, Containers suited to the environment. Uh, extremely important, especially if you're in an area that has you know a big drastic weather change throughout the year, like freezing cold and very, mm-hmm. you know, very hot and stuff like that, or really dry and all of a sudden really wet. That's pretty important, I would say. Some of the other ones were accurate DT rating. Yeah, I mean, we could do a whole show on that too, but that, that's got to be top 10. It is. It was top five. It was number five. Uh, well hidden from non-geocachers. You know, um, important except uh, gadget caches. Yeah. Like ones that are particularly there, like in a parking lot of a bank or not a bank, mm-hmm. bank um, of like an insurance company. And it's they know it's there and they're kind of watching it. Other than that, yeah, you do want to hide it because yeah, you know, looking suspicious sucks. So, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, interesting location. Top three. Now, yeah. top three, I, I'm going to tell you the three things, you know, we've talked about this before, but the top things you do for a cash, the reason why is you take them somewhere they should be. Right. You know, awesome adventure to get there, whatever. That's all part of that. Good. Yep. And then the rest of it is good story and all that other stuff too. Right. But sure. That's what you want to do is take them somewhere cool. I know there's a lot of urban caching, but if you know, there's still cool urban places too. The other one was accurate, accurate attributes. Yeah. I don't really care. I don't pay attention <laughs> to that. It was um, top 10. It was top 10. It was number nine. Yeah, and I would say that wouldn't put that in the top 10 because people don't use those appropriately. So I don't even really look at them. Um, you know, the famous ET, every one of those is a scuba cache. You know, people put whatever they want in there so they can fill up their grids a lot of times. Right. Um, and at first there was really no control. So you could put like scuba on like a, an event and right stuff. And uh, I use a lot of the do nots. So, yeah, exactly. See, Tom knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess could. technically could bring your scuba out there, but I don't know why you would. There's no water. There's um, no water. You know, maybe we'll have to dig into attributes later, but I don't know that anybody really gets that upset about attributes. There's no checks and balance. Location, the C. Location, location, location. Right, Lyndon. Right. They got it right. Um, so this is interesting. So they, so you were asked of those 14 that I gave you. Yes. To rank them. Mm-hmm. And based on the ranking, if um, there were some that I would say they, then they basically ranked them by importance uh, by very or extremely important for a yeah. high quality cash. The number one, a uh, 92% of survey respondents ranked accurate coordinates as the top as the number one factor of importance. So they're wrong though. Um, <laughs> they are ninety-two percent. Apparently, only eight percent of the cashers know what they're talking about. No, 
You know, to me, if okay, when I'm finding a cache, and the phones are super accurate now, right? They are. You're right. I get within. 30 feet of it or whatever, and it's pointing me in the direction. I put my phone in my pocket at that point anyway and start using my senses at that point. Um, I want to look around and find the hunt and everything else. And I'd say location should be number one. Right. Should the be. Container would be number two. And then maintenance would be number three, followed by, you know, all the accuracy of everything else. Yeah. That's, so, that's my opinion. So, so accurate coordinates, which I don't, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not really, I mean, again, I mean, don't lie on them, right? And say they're somewhere no. else, but no. Within, you know, 15, 30 feet. Now they're making GPS now where it's going to be down to like 16 meters or something. Yeah. Read that. That's not even a game anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's also for another show. It's like Dude. playing hide and seek when you're doing this as a kid, right? Like, yeah, go hide. You know. <laughs> exactly. I can not at all. Go ahead. Um, so so here, the, here they are in the order of importance. Just so comment as we go. Accurate okay. coordinates, which I don't think is number one. No. It made number, one. number two is doesn't harm the environment. Okay. That's all right. People feel like they have to say that. And uh, you know, you don't want to harm the environment because that's terrible, right? Yeah. But. Well, and that's the thing is I don't know, you know, when I hide a cache, I always well now that we've been doing it for years, one thing I do is this is a good tip, I think, for people who haven't hit a lot yet, or maybe they're new to the game, is when you think I'm going to put a cache in a certain location, mm -hmm. the first thing I think of is um, if a toddler looks for it, where are they going? Because the public are toddlers. I'm sorry. Yes. But if you think, Oh, I'll put it at the edge of this landscaping. They're not going to go in. No, they're going to trample through the landscaping because I'm sorry. Yeah, I had that happen to me personally, and I felt terrible about it too. For a lot of geocachers, don't pay attention to things. So, in that sense, yeah, I guess you're right. In that sense, I was thinking about nailing into trees and stuff like that. And, well, sure. Which people get so up in arms about, which probably doesn't even hurt the tree that much in the first place. I mean, it's a tree. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to damage the environment, but that hasn't been at the top of my list. That I've noticed enough of that to to be like on a soapbox about that. In right. general. Most of the caches, at least that I've found, I haven't seen anybody really just tearing things up. So right. Um, Next one is on your list. Owner owner maintains the cache regularly. Yeah, it should be in the top five for sure. It, yeah, top. It was number three. Number four is the container suited to the environment. Whatever. But that falls in the you know maintenance stuff like yeah. that. Accuracy it, maintenance stuff. So that's it important. does. I'm I'm just happy that the last one is what it is. But okay, so number five is the accurate DT rating. Yeah. Okay. I don't lose sleep over if the DT rating's not accurate. Well, it depends. It does. With we're, the caveat, we're not talking about ones. If we're talking about one five terrain and higher, it doesn't matter how accurate it is. When yeah. you're talking about a one terrain, that's important for a different reason. But if you're it talking about one five terrain and higher, you know, you should really pay attention, you know, don't go and Absolutely. get a situation if you're only capable of a two situation, but get the one right. If it's a one terrain, get that right. Other than that, people are subjective, right? Yep. And we, we need to hide more ones, by the way. Um, I, I always think every week, what are you talking about? Yeah, I know. <laughs> every event. Yeah, no, you're right. We do. And we probably should touch on that again. We need to, we could, we could have, um, we could have R&M cashers back on. Um, you know, he's, he caches, of course, he can cache and do others because 
even though you know he's disabled, his wife isn't, so they can kind of they sort of, yeah, they kind of tag team, so they can do them. But I try to always do as many um, ones as possible to help out to try to get more people who are disabled who can geocache. So I just did one the other day. It was a one. So yeah. it the sport should be open to everybody with different yeah. things for everybody. So please and please don't mark them incorrectly. No. You have to think about it. Um, that's a good question. Uh, I don't think can you do can you do liar catches anymore? Is that so, allowed? We need to check into this because I was under the impression that you can't do that anymore. Yeah, for I found one that was fairly new, so huh. I don't know if they lied to the reviewer or it was allowed, but it was an absolute liar's cache five five on the side of the road, like on a, a right a, a guardrail. Were people so, playing? Yeah. Were people playing along? Because the liar's cache, along, yeah. You're supposed to write an incredible story. Yeah, and that's again, those are funny, but that's that's better than marking a one one and a five five as a one one. Marking a one one as a five five is a lot less dangerous than marking a five five as a one one. So yeah. Yes, that's that's very true, Lori. The DT ratings are also based on how people feel. Yeah. But it is. The guidelines are pretty pretty vague, so people will get some there's interpretation in there. Yeah, there is. Um Hidden, uh, so accurate. So six through ten were well hidden from non cashers. Uh, interesting location was seven. I think that needs to be higher. Number one, go ahead. Well written description was eight. I'm sorry, I think I missed that one yeah. to tell you. Eight accurate attributes was nine. Ten was helpful hint, which you think might be should be higher, probably. I think that's more important than a lot of the other things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, clever or custom container was 11 fun and or challenging puzzle was 12. I guess that's necessarily not needed for quality. Well, it is that well, in a puzzle cache. It is right. It is yeah, that's one specific thing, but you can yeah. kind of combine that and uh cache page description together. If you combine those two, like good quality description, cache page and or puzzle, then I think that would move up the list quite a bit. Yep. And then 13 and 14 were includes parking coordinates and largest container for location. All right. Next one. Next question we're going to talk about is if more geocache finders took certain steps, how helpful would each be oh, to improving geocache quality? Hmm. Unlike the first question, this wasn't as much separated between the top and the bottom. The last one was a big difference between number one. The number one was by far was, was uh, accurate coordinates was like blew away all the other. Ones. Right. This one was a little different. So um, the, the, the answers are five. Okay. So I'll give you the five. Um, so is it how helpful on a, like a one to five scale or what is the no, scale? Um, the, the scale was, um, accurate or, um, I could pull it up, uh, helpful, or, or extremely helpful, very helpful, somewhat helpful, uh, somewhat helpful, not helpful or, uh, extremely helpful, very helpful, somewhat helpful, not helpful at all. That kind of thing. So, okay. um, so according to respondents, the best step 
best best step finders can take is to do a certain thing. I got five of them. I'll give you. Okay. Um, so here are the answers. Um, I'll put them in random order again for you. There's five. Um, so first one is do not install new cash containers or throwdowns without consent or of the cash owner. Okay. So here's the deal with that. That's not even a step to take. That's just like, stop doing that. Right. Um, that's like saying, don't log it if you never went. That's about the same right now. I, I don't know how that's going to improve quality unless you extrapolate that out. And I don't want to say it yet. In case, well, I will anyway. So <laughs> you say, instead of doing that, show right. it needs maintenance because it's missing. Right. Log a find that you didn't find. You know, the cash that you brought to the location is not a find. Right. Um, if you take that, don't throw a throw down and you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to send this in for maintenance. Unless you're helping the owner and you know the owner and you have permission to do that. Right. Exactly. This is maintenance because he needs to come out here and do this and know that there's an issue with it or this person's gone and it'll never be maintained. And now I'm maintaining the crappy cash. If you include that part of it, this will absolutely raise cash quality. Yeah. If people just stop doing that. Yeah. Stop. One less little digital smiley, but you know what? It won't be maintained by the community. A, a terrible cache won't be maintained by the community in this case. Yes. Stop fixing them unless you have permission. Yeah. That's if you don't have permission. Now, if you're going out ahead of time, like a good cacher does, and there's a cache way out away, and you go, hey, I'm going to be out there checking on this cache. Mm -hmm. you, you know, is there anything, you know, do you want me to replace it if it's missing or messed up or damaged? That's being a good geocacher. We've done a few too where uh, we'll send a note off to somebody that we know the cash owner. If we know the cash owner, we'll send them a note. We'll move on. Like we did this the uh, last Saturday where we ran across one, we know the owner and we're like, eh, he probably wants to fix it. Send him a quick note. Let's go find another one. And then we'll figure out what he wants to do. And sure enough, he's like, Hey, yeah. Can you fix that for me? Yeah. We went back and fixed it. So, but only because we know him and we know that he would normally fix them, but probably not the, I mean, it's against the rules apparently I think, but anyway, now, and here's the question. I think whether so, would you sign it though? So if I'm going out there with no. the owner's permission, well, no, not the throwdown. But right. the owner's permission, they say, will you maintain the cash when you get out there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would actually sign that because you know, yeah, that is the new cash and everything else. I would do that, but not just not just toss one there and you know now there's oh, three no, no, no. containers at the bottom of the bush. No throwdowns. Uh, no. But you know, because it's and by the way, while we're on that, do that. If you're going out for a cash that doesn't get found, I don't mean one that's under a park bench in the middle of the city. That gets hit a lot. Yeah, especially if you're going out of town somewhere, it's very helpful when you offer that to somebody else. Because I've had people, hey, I'm going out for your cash that's out here in a certain way, and I haven't been out there in a while. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. awesome. I'll yeah. even give an extra container to take if you know if the container's yeah. not part of the hide, like it's a tricky container or something. If it's like just a standard ammo can or something, right? Like, take this, and if you know, I, I would love you to maintain that, or here's a new log to go in it, or anything like that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, not the micro under the park bench, you know, right. it's not, it's not. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, okay. So that was one of the five. Where would you put that? Replacing logs. Where would you put that one on the one, two, three, four or five? You so think? that one, I don't know yet because I would say okay. right now it's in number one. Okay. So replacing logs came up. I, I don't think that's part of it. You should replace a log if you can, but you're not obligated to it, but. Okay. One of the other five. It's number one of one so far. Okay. The other, well, here's another one. Award favorite points more often. See, you're going to make me do a caveat on every one of these. So 
<laughs> I would put that as number two right now. That's more important to not do throwdowns, right? And maintenance. I'm going right. to the maintenance part. Number two, so they, they made it vague, though. You shouldn't just randomly award more favorite points because you feel guilty. Right. You award them when it's appropriate. Appropriate. Um, so, you know, if there's something special above the norm, right? Yeah. Something special above the norm, throw a favorite point at it. You know, like we've talked about this many times. We'll put up a cache. And uh, and I know people say like they may be out of caches and stuff like that, but you go to a cache. I know you're ready to throw that up there. You, you go to a cache, and I hope uh, people brought a lot to drink tonight because <laughs> the whole favorite point thing is is really we can it's go off on another show with that. So all right, keep going. But you go to a cache and it's something special. Like I don't understand why some people don't favorite point certain things. And I know everybody I know. has their own theory on it. We could do a whole show. And we probably will again about it. But favorite point caches that deserve it. And I think that will reward people that want to put out creative caches. Don't favorite point caches that don't deserve it. And maybe that'll, you know, weed that out. Not all the way, but some. So I'd put that as number two so far. Yeah. It's so frustrating because right now I'm, and I don't know if I'm going to keep doing it or not because I've been watching the plaque. Yeah. A new plaque mm -hmm. is at Mingo. The oldest, oldest active cache in the world we of course were part of the whole deal, so I, we've got a skin in the game, as it were. Mm -hmm. And TF, people TFT see it. It's a virtual number one, so that's cool. It's a plaque. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not a plaque like this. Tiny, tiny plaque. It's a historic it's, plaque. You know, maybe some people have like a marker. Yeah. It's got a lot of favorite points, but percentage-wise, it does not. No, but that's the thing. Why is that? Why Why do people not put a favorite point on it? Again, I'm... We need to do our own poll, right? Because we, we can do. You know what? Yeah, we'll do it again. Poll on that. Yep, there you go. We did. Yeah, we did. I, I just don't... Yeah, I don't know. All right, next one. So... Next one is uh, write an honest, constructive online log. Uh, Where does that fall? That's at the bottom of this list so far. I think okay. it's nice to do that. Okay. And as a cash owner, I, I know that virtual, you know, that's mm -hmm. not my account. And I got a TFTC on that one this weekend. And I get some really neat logs and I love those when I get neat logs. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's my main motivation to do it, but it is helpful. So sure. Um, I also like favorite points. You know, if I had to, if I had to put them side by side, so number two and number three on this list, if I had to put them side by side, I think I would actually rather get a really cool log than a favorite point. Okay. Like I would take a really cool log over a TFTC and a favorite point. So maybe that's more important than the favorite points. Interesting. Okay. Other people right. have their opinions, but so those are pretty close to each other. Okay. Here's another one. Not everyone uh, is a poet and TFTC on a LPC. That seems normal to me. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, what else are you going to write? It's another LPC plus one. Plus um, one. But if somebody puts some effort into it, I like to write a neat log and, that doesn't mean it has to be 500 words long, right. but Hey, this is really cool. And I liked it because of this. I think that can be, that can be just as meaningful, right? Sure. A lot of times when I do, if we, if we, like our MCC, we go out for and do some, a, a few LPCs. 
I kind of put why we're out while we're out there. So if you're ever wondering like what are out on this LPC, there was nothing I lifted up and signed it. I mean, you know, but you could put why you were there, you know, you're out with friends and we took a day off of work and we went cashing. I don't know, whatever it is. I am a cut and paste fool. Yeah. I have a template set up and I give basic information on basic caches. Now when yeah. I go to one that's unique, then I add extra information in there. Yep. On a basic cache, I put, you know, just like that came out of the blogs, right? I do a template, uh, do a report, a situation report on the container, the log, location. Yep. It's basic information. Everything's oh, good. Yeah. It's fine. Yep. But if it's something unique, then I put extra time into it, awarded a favorite point, do pictures and everything else. And sure. you can't do that for everything. Nope. All right. Here's another one. Assist geocache owners with minor maintenance. Replace a wet or full log sheet. Is an example. Well, yes and no, right? So, one it, that absolutely is the owner's responsibility to do that. Yes, There's no doubt about that. Um, if it's a community log, geo art, a lot of other stuff like that, add an extra sheet of paper is not a bad thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, however, that's a catch twenty two, right? Because if that's never going to be maintained, and now you're just contributing to a, a, a non maintained cache. Right. That's not necessarily a good thing. Um, however, if it's an active cashier and you're just adding a piece of paper because the log was wet or whatever. Now, don't take them out of there because a lot of people really get they really want to have their logs. Right. But yeah, that was kind of a catch 22. I don't know that that's always a good thing. OK, because you're basically at some point you're just doing maintenance for somebody that might not even be in. The, they may be off doing Pokemon or something, you know. Who yeah, they might be, not, right. In which case, the cash needs to be. Go away, yeah. Cleaned up. Uh, okay, here's another one. Log a DNF, a needs maintenance, and a needs archived whenever necessary. So we've already done a whole show on this one. <laughs> we could do 10 more, right? And yep. uh, th that uh, that probably is number one. Because that I was already putting that in with the other one that we did, the very first one we mentioned, but this is the extension of that, the throwdowns. Um, <laughs> Don't pick on Pokemon. No, Tom, I'm not picking on Pokemon, but... <laughs> Um, this is the number one thing that would raise quality. Stop keeping zombie caches alive. Um, you know, HQ has already gone to efforts to keep the historic ones alive. They've done the 2000 yep. ones. They're working on that. We know that's a thing. They're, they're protecting ones like that, but your standard cache where somebody gets in the game, hides, finds three, hides one, and then leaves the next day. We're keeping those alive. And that needs maintenance would help that a lot. We've, we've already gone to that big, long thing, but I will say that that's the most important thing on that list. You are correct. That's number one on that list. Oh, and it should be. But uh, get the applause. That was number one. Number two was to assist cash owners with minor maintenance. Mm, I don't know if that should be number two. Number three was to write an honest, constructive online log. I think that's pretty important. Yeah, I, I think so. Number four was to do not do not don't do a throwdown. Do not install new cash containers without consent. And number five was to award favorite points. Yeah. You know, I would agree with that, that ordering. If you break out number one and number four, right. I was grouping number one with number four when we started. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. So that's a good, you did, you did very well on that one. You you've, um, and we all agree with most of that. So, all right, here's the next question. If more geocache hiders took certain steps, how helpful would each be to improving geocache quality? Versus the last question, which was yeah, yeah. finders. 
Okay. So this is about hiders. If the hiders took certain steps, <laughs> again, there were five. Look, maybe there could be unfavorable points. Yeah, um, really. As much fun as that would be, then it would become like a social media thing, right? That would be crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the revo- the results show showed the best things hiders can do is, um, and we'll talk about them. The around eighty percent of responders ranked those steps as very or extremely helpful. So here are here they are in no particular order. Uh, hide the kind of geocaches you would like to find. Makes perfect sense, right? That, mm-hmm. that does. Um, as opposed, you know, I, do you do that? Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, it, it's rare that I would hide something. Once in a while, I have hidden something because I wanted that spot, and I'll go back and put a better cache. Yeah. Probably not really the thing you're supposed to do because – but I know that I'll put out a good cash. So it's kind All of right. a actually get to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna put out a I'm gonna put a good one out. I mean, I I, I promise. So I'm gonna put out a good one. I say that's good advice, except I don't always follow it. Um, and but I'll explain that. Okay. So I'm not gonna have anything that I would just like trash, right? No, I, I mean I, I put out a I mean but it's in a good spot. It's also hide what I think what I know others like to find. Yeah. So, you know, because we get to talk to a lot of people and everything else, you know, um, and a perfect example of that, and I bag on them a lot, but earth caches. Yeah. I, I've hidden a bunch of those. Now, yeah. some of them are very simple stuff, and I've, you know, as people know, there's there's a lot. It's rocks. They're not very different in different places, so I've hidden a bunch of those. Right. I've also hidden ones that are, that are more interesting, you know, all joking aside, more interesting, because I know people will enjoy those. Now, right. I've probably hidden and helped others hide as many as I've actually found. Um, right. But it's not because that's my favorite type of cache, but I know people really like those. So in that sense, you should hide what you like to find, but if you have something else that, you know, others really like to find, and I happen to live in Colorado, so they're abundant around here locations. Right. So I yeah. do hide those as well, but I would think hiding something that's decent enough that you would want to find it is pretty good advice. Okay. So we'll figure out where that is in the top five here in a moment. It's leading right now. Okay. Here's another one. Provide mentoring to new cash hiders. Yes. Uh, obviously quality mentoring would, would, you know, predicate that answer. But, um, and I've told the story many times I've had some, I was lucky enough that I got some excellent cashers. Right. Pull me under the wing at the very beginning and really helped me out. One even gave me a GPS and, a map lesson and, and Bobby coffee even, and you know, did all these things yeah. and it really helped me out. And I've had some good guidance from the beginning that I think who, who knows you can't predict. Right. But I, I might have even stayed in the game if people like that hadn't helped me at the very beginning. So right now there's no consistent way. There's no formal way of doing that. We've tried to come up with those many times, but uh, if there was, it'd be awesome. But yeah, I think mentoring people is extremely important. No matter what, how far along in the game, there's somebody newer than you. And yeah. You, out at all or at least be friendly you know be that person at the event or be that person that that helps out or i think that's extreme that's number one i'd put that over the other one right now okay here's another one host workshops to teach and this is sort of similar to the other one but host workshops to teach about hiding and finding caches um that kind of goes with the mentoring thing but i've done a bunch of those actually yeah and uh those are very well received and a lot of times people, I don't know why, but 
people don't want to do that. You know, not everybody wants to feel comfortable doing it. So that's sure. that's perfectly okay. But sometimes don't, people don't want to take the time to do that because it takes a lot of effort to host a workshop and do those. And we have some great cashers in our area that have us before the pandemic, but yeah. had a monthly series of workshops and just kept them going and got new people in and everything else. And um, I think those are extremely important if you want to encourage community and cash quality, I think. And that's exactly what we're talking about. But yeah, um, I, I think that's very, very high on the list. That's, that's excellent. That's an excellent uh, that's, opinion. It's a good one. All right. Here's another one for you. Maintain your own caches more regularly. I mean, that's, that seems obvious, right? It does, but don't fire. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that's very important. And then fifthly, or in the top, in, in this top five somewhere is be more thoughtful about cash location and containers. Yes. Very important. Now that's a hard to rank those five. It's very it hard. Um, Work, workshops, mentoring, um, hide what you want to find, maintain them and, uh, be thoughtful of location in container. So, um, oh, and uh, I see the CFO is joined now. She was busy on another meeting, but she has joined. Okay. Me being bullied while she was gone. Even though she's bullying me, I'm still going to give her a shout out. We celebrated our 22nd anniversary this weekend. It's stayed with me longer than that, obviously, but we've been married for 22 years and I'm a very lucky man. So I just had to give a shout out to her. So, yeah. um, and to give me time to think about this answer. So, uh, thank Christy for training up Jesse. And, uh, yeah. Um, doing all so, you can. <laughs> does, he, does he ever watch that hat? Hey, Do Marcellus is out there. I don't know you can watch hats. Um, way to go, buddy. He uh, has been, we need to have Marcellus, by the way, while you keep thinking, we need to have Marcellus back on. He has been a traveling fool. So we need to talk to him sometime. Oh, Logging every day. Oh, the dude is blogging like nobody's business. It's awesome. Thank you, Marcellus. We appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, he's interesting. I love to have him back on. So his his blog is great, and he does this hook every time. So at the very end, he goes, and now I'm going to dot dot dot. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on now. Wait, where uh, are you going? You're doing it every time. I like it every time. So yeah. Uh, and constantly blogging, like I could not write that. That's like a streak. I mean, it is a streak, but he's you know, and he's doing a streak or whatever, but. Yeah, I hated the streak. So, um, okay, so I'd put hide what you want to find, mentor, maintain caches, workshops. And what was the last one? Um, maintain your own caches. Yeah, that said, that one. What else you got? Uh, be more thoughtful about location containers. Yeah, I think that's pretty important too. Uh, maybe even above maintain your caches because there's some we've talked about it before, but I've come on caches before that I was like, this is not a good place to bring people. So, what's it's your number one? I say, what, what was your number one? I think, in general, now we could debate that, but hide cache that you would want to find is number one. Nice try. You only had five. No, I'm kidding. What do they uh, say was number one? They're, the survey of the 12,000 folks said in this order, be more thoughtful about location and container. I can see that. Okay. I mean, all five are kind of maintain your own caches. That's number two. Yeah. Number three was hide the kind of caches you want to find. 
Number four was provide mentoring. And number five was to host workshops. So here's the problem with those answers. One, <laughs> Here's the problem. Uh, the location that, you, you know, think about the location. If it's still a crappy cache, it's just a crappy cache on a good location. That's not a quality cache. Yeah. Um, hide the cache you want to find. The problem with that is they may only want to find crappy caches and just get tons of numbers. That doesn't improve cache quality. Right. Maintain your cache. If your cache is not high quality, you're just maintaining a crappy cache. So none of those things are going to actually improve quality, but the others would. But all right. Um, you're embarrassing Marcellus, <laughs> by the way. He <laughs> says tomorrow's Wait, two, go ahead. Golly, two years. Two years. And if you're wondering where to find it, it's uh, geocachingwhileblack.com. Yeah, it's WordPress blog is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Geocaching while black. Check it out. It's awesome. <laughs> 12, 12,000 people can't be wrong. Oh, a lot more than 12,000 people can't be wrong. <laughs> but we won't get into that right now. <laughs> All right. Next one. We're rolling. We've got how many more we got? One, two, three, four. And we got about four more. So we'll okay. get through it. We roll through these a little faster. Okay. We'll get through it. Hopefully, everybody's enjoying it. I think it's a fascinating list. It's interesting to hear what people are. And I, I, uh, I just. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see where we've come in those two years, but go ahead. Yeah, I agree. If Geocaching HQ were to adjust the requirements for hiding a cache. Oh, dear. Here we go. How helpful would certain ideas be to improving cache quality? Okay. <laughs> this one could be a real can of worms, couldn't it? Yes, it could. Well, and here's the deal. So before we even get into this, because I know what's coming up, right? <laughs> um, this is a general rule. Because I, I already know what I'm going to suggest in a second. Yeah. I already know an exception to that suggestion, too. So let's let's get into it. Okay. There are six this time instead of five. Okay. In no particular order, they are the following. Speed up the process for problem caches to receive reviewer attention. Okay. So I, I'm going to disagree with that one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's why I say that. You can't disagree. It's just in the top six. But I absolutely can disagree. <laughs> uh, I put it at number seven already, and here's why. Oh, it's, wait. Oh, go ahead. Uh, here, but now I'll, I'm also I have a clouded judgment on this one, and the reason okay. why is I have an awesome reviewer, right? Yeah. I have that on top of it, and now that may be because they're just awesome, and it may just be because compared to other reviewers, they don't have as big of an area. Although I don't think that's it because they have a huge area, but. Yeah. Um, or just has more time to devote to it or whatever. But if we put like needs maintenance or needs archive on something, right. my reviewer's on top of it. So right. the process is already really fast. And not only that, you should know your reviewer in your area anyway. Um, yeah, just like Christy said, ours are very attentive. If I put needs maintenance on something that goes through the standard thing or whatever, if I put needs archived on there, I get an answer really quick. Right. And if I see something that's um, like, if I go out somewhere, like I mentioned before, I went out and found like hypodermic needles at a cache. Yes. In my area. But if I find that in my area, I'm going to immediately not only put a needs archive, but I'm going to email the reviewer right there on the spot and go, hey, this is very important. Please check this right now and do something with it or tell me what I can do. Um, Now, that one, you know, there's there's other things to do with that one. But I mean, for an example like that. Now, the few times I've had to do that, like I've seen something and I've even talked to other reviewers when I've been traveling and I I saw something. I was like, this doesn't seem right. I just want to bring this to your attention, you know. Right. I've always had really quick responses. So I don't think the system is broken. I think yeah. they have a good system for that. 
Now, there are certain instances where people don't use that system properly. So to me, that is the bottom one. It's already ranked number seven out of six. So. <laughs> seven out of six. Okay. Um, require new cash owners to successfully complete an online tutorial before placing a cash. Say that one more time. Require new cash owners to new, okay, new cash owners to successfully complete an online tutorial before placing a cash. So they did this for kind of. the app, right? They did the app thing and they had to do an online kind tutorial. Kind um, of right. I would say people could skip it though. If they made it a little more, so last time it was pretty like. I, it was simple. It's a good idea, depending yeah. on how well it's done. Um, right. And I know they can do them very well because they've done some really good things recently, right? And which sure. thing, but if they actually did a thing where maybe there was a couple questions where you actually had to do a survey at the end, and maybe that is the plan. Maybe that's what they do. But you know, I've been in the game for a long time, so we don't get to see these very often. But right. I think that could be very helpful. Like, hey, here's some basic things you need to know, and you know, like at the end of it, you're like, now you're you're a certified hider. You're safe to be able to hide something. You know, yeah. Now, if they just say, if they do a 30 second video and you can just say, click, I watched it, that's not going to help anything. No, no, so I agree. The quality of what they've done. Yeah, they have the online tutorial, but unless there's some kind of responsiveness to it, if you can just click through it, that nobody's going to care. Yeah, I, I think if you made it similar to, and you've probably had these at work, I know at my work we have ones where um, you have to answer them if you don't answer enough of them it starts all over again and the questions and the, the questions and the answers are all randomized as far as the next, the first question isn't the first question again. And the order, if there's like four answers, the order of the four are now are mixed right. and match. It was easy. Yeah. So the idea is you got to, you have to at least learn these items. You, or otherwise you can't get through the, can't get through the test. And Marcellus did mention they do have online tutorial. Yeah, they do, but it just needs to, yeah. I would say it needs to be required. <coughs> yeah, you know, keep the, the education aspect in mind and say well, you feel like that if they've gone through this and answered the questions right, they have a general idea of what's going on. Yeah. Just watching a YouTube video, that's not gonna that's not gonna cut it no. if they can watch it. Restrict total number of geocaches one person may own. So this is not gonna make people happy. Um <laughs> I think unless is this see, out of your top six, this is a hard one, right? Because there are some people that out there and I know some people personally that have a lot of caches and they maintain every single one of them in general though. Okay. All right. I, I'm just going to, I'll say it. So if you're wanting to find a way, I'm not saying they should do this, but right. how helpful would it be? It would be very helpful because if you could only place like one cache a month, let's say. Right like the labs or the virtuals or whatever, I think overwhelmingly you're going to place a much higher quality cash than if you're just unlimited like we are now. Right. Right. Like just, you could open 10 accounts and, and, and do a thousand caches each this weekend on those. Those are, there's no reason for those to be high quality, but if you can only hide so many caches, yeah, you're going to hide them a lot more quality. Now, do I think there's a lot of reasons not to do that? There absolutely is. But could that drive quality up? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's fair enough. I agree. It's, it's uh, that, that, you know, that uh, supply and demand, right? Yes. Okay. Here's another one to think about. Require cash owners to include a photo of their cash placement when submitting the cash for review. Would that help? 
top so six. I've had cat, and so this is regional too, right? But I've had them say, "I need a description of exactly how you've hidden the cash." Sure. Um, I think that could help. I don't think that's gonna like make high quality caches, but I think it'll eliminate some of the low quality caches. Okay. Right, like I found a cache once that was a Sprite bottle with a torn up piece of notebook paper in it. Yeah. That was not a high quality cache. Now, I'm almost sure if they sent some to the reviewer. Now, does it qualify as a container? It does. You know, it, it meets all the rules for it. Yeah. But except for the fact that it has, it probably wasn't washed that well. So it's going to attract animals and stuff like that. You know, she exactly. But technically, it's a container. So I don't think that's, I think it could help. It wouldn't hurt, but right. I don't think it's really going to be very dramatic because how many pictures are they going to get? That's just a picture of a pill bottle. Yeah. <laughs> well, how many times then you get the same photo? It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Somebody Googled geocache container. Right. And they just cut and pasted it. And it was like, that can't be what you're hiding. Yeah, that's probably the same one as ever. Now they would do now where that would help is, and I don't want to get into this because Christy yells at me all the time about it, but they might get the sizing a little more accurate. Right. People do not get that correct. Right. Overwhelmingly. But anyway, so yeah. somewhat helpful, but is not the number one on the list, I would say. So, okay. Okay. Um, require cash owners to address maintenance issues on their current hides before hiding new ones. Yeah, because right now it just says you should look at these and you can just go, nah. Ignore. Yeah, nah, ignore. Um, I did that once this week. I said, I'll get to it, but I want to hide this other one. Yeah. So <laughs> I did. I went back and fixed the one that the same day I actually fixed. But at the time, yeah, it was actually the next day, but I, yeah. I skipped over it. So probably not the smart thing to do. No, there's a lot of exceptions to that one, right? Like, um, and especially like right now, sometimes you just, yeah. Uh -huh. And here's what I say. Like there's a, let's say you have 20 caches. Yeah. And 15 of those are out in the mountains that it takes, you know, a full yeah. weekend or whatever to get to. Um, it, it's important to go get to that one, but it may take a trip to get into it. Or what if that's one that's only open part of the year? So right, that you can't do anything else for the rest of the year now, or you have to disable the cache. Now, if you have to disable the cache while it needs maintenance, then maybe that actually is a pretty good idea. It depends on how they work this one out, right? Yeah, because for example, I've got one that I've disabled because um, there's a fence around it. Because where it's at, the 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 um, the the where it's hidden that business is completely renovating. So I had to disable the cache. I could probably, yeah. I could probably archive it, but yeah. I didn't want to really archive it. I, I had to disable it temporarily because I want people trying to get it because again, it's in a, it's in a construction zone right now, but yeah. that, does that then force me to wait? I can't put any caches out until that maintenance is done. I'll just archive it then. Right. Yeah. Now. So what I would say is if you can, that would be okay if you could address it, exactly. right? Like make a note on the, yeah. So like there's current construction in the area. Well, there's needs maintenance on it, but if the owner gets on there and goes, I'm aware of this and I'm either going to disable it or I'm all for an alternative here or something like that, then I think that's addressed. So I think you should address them, but it shouldn't lock an account up anytime somebody puts a needs maintenance on something that may not even be 
legit, right? Right. Marcel says about a, might be considered a, a percentage yeah. of it. That's not a bad idea to score. Like if you don't have 98% of your stuff, yeah, um, you can't keep pushing things out. Yeah, absolutely. Possible. I like that. All right. Here's another one requires finding a certain number of caches before hiding one. So here's what that would do. There's a couple of things. And this is the one I knew was coming up, but yep. um, like there's certain people out there that love hiding caches. We even know a few that are like some of the top hiders, right? Yeah. They don't go out caching as much as they hide caches. And right. there was a guy that is a cashier that was north of us. In general, I say that's probably a good idea. Like you should have some experience. Yeah. But uh, the other side of that is we have a cashier up north of us and he was uh, he was in a wheelchair. Uh, so he couldn't find tons of caches in this area. He's found sure. all and goes to events and stuff like that. Yeah. He hid the best caches out. Right. I mean, they were like those hidden in plain sights, fake signs and stuff. Cool stuff, yeah. And real popular and all these, you know, really tricky things. His caches were awesome. Yeah. But he didn't find that many because in this area, there wasn't a lot for him to find that right. were, that he could get to. So in that case, it would block him. Sure. Um, but, you know, setting a number like 25 or 50 or something like that, I don't think it's a terrible idea, but it doesn't really do that much because – Let's say they set the number to thousand, something outrageous, right? You look crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I go to ET Trail tomorrow. That doesn't tell me how to hide a cash. No, and you can, you would maybe get too many people who would just go, "Yeah, I found that cash." Yeah. Oh heck, no, they didn't find that cash. They just did that because they wanted to get. Adi Olson, he was hiding before finding. Are we not going to let Adi hide caches? We would all miss out, right? Oh yeah, we can't have that. Come on, um, and there and. Yeah, Kirstie said that is the exception of the rule. It is, right? uh, She's right. Yeah, you should have some experience before you start hiding caches. Maybe if it's even that type, right? Like they say, you need to find 10 traditionals before you hide your first one. Then you can hide as many as you want. Or maybe it's 10 multis or something before you do. You know what I mean? But if they set a number, they'd have to do, there would have to be something to it, right? Like let's say they set 100. Yeah. He goes out and finds 100 traditionals tomorrow. Do they know anything about how to puzzle? No. That doesn't really help any. So no. I don't think that one is that great of an idea. I know people bring that up a lot, but what it would do is it would stop a lot of sock puppet accounts. True. You know, well, like, which I've been a part of too. Like, so don't get me wrong, right? For events, you yeah. open an event account and then hide a bunch of caches for that event. Yeah. So it would block a lot of that. So there'd be some unintended consequences for sure. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so the six of the six, which one do you think when turned out to be the first, the number one? Okay, read them one more time. So that one, yeah, that, okay, go ahead. Read them one more time. Uh, speed up the process for problem caches. Nope. Require cache owners to include a photo. Nope. So that's, okay, uh, six, five, go ahead. Re- restrict total number of caches one person can own. Nah, okay, no, not really. Require new cache owners to complete an online tutorial. So that's number two. Require cash owners to address maintenance issues on their current hides before hiding a new one. So, okay, I'm going to say I'm going to rank these based on what I think would actually make a difference, not what I think is a good opinion, a good idea. <laughs> okay, go for it. Restrict number of caches by the owner. Tutorial number two. Three would be the maintenance. We're missing one. Um, tutorial. Um, speed up the process for uh, speed up the process for problem caches to receive reviewer attention. 
require finding a num certain number of passes yeah, for hiding? That hiding, that's not going to do anything. There's way too much to that. I'd put that out of there. And then uh, the reviewer retention thing, that's pretty low, too, because there already is a system in place for that. Geocaching has done a great deal yeah. on that one. So those are the bottom couple ones. But mm. <laughs> Man, I had to give, wrong again. I had to give you the buzzer on that one. Okay. What, what, well, I... I kind of, I really, I do agree with you, but the 12,000 other people who cash that are really good at it, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I would um, just let me answer the quiz. So, the, <laughs> so their answers were, uh, require finding a certain number of caches before hiding a cache was number one. It's just too much to that. I know. Number two was require cash owners to address maintenance issues before hiding a new one. I think that should be in the top. Yeah, but there's a lot to that. There is, but you know what? It should be addressed. Like require owners to address those before hiding new ones. So in a sense, like you would say, I addressed the issue. I, I, I took one of my caches offline. I disabled it because you can't get to it right now. So yeah, I, that, I don't need to paint this anymore. It's disabled. Or put I, kind of note saying, right. This is the new thing you need to know. I'm going to be able to go get it this weekend or something. But yeah, I addressed it. I addressed the issue because I've disabled it. Well, okay. there's crashes that you can't find part of the year anyway because it's in a you know it's in a deer area where you you know where they're hunting is is going right. on. We'll get into that. Number three was require new cash owners to complete a tutorial. The tutorial. This. That's number three. I said number three. I only got one of them wrong so far. So uh, number four was to speed up the process for problem caches. I understand what people are saying, but I think the process is already good. People just need to use it better. I agree. Number five was to require cache owners to include a photo. And number six was to see how that would help some, but you know. Yeah. And the last one on the list was, or the number six was to restrict the total number of caches one person can own. So I think that should be higher because it would create quality, although it create a lot of problems also. Um, and they're trying to make hiders be responsible. They should. Hiders should be more responsible because that is your responsibility as a hider. Right. Um, you know, do those things. The problem with that is all five of those things have good and bad things about them. Sure. When you're, when you're making a sweeping rule like that now, if they could flesh those out a little bit more, I think they could they could do a lot with it because some of those things could really help the game a lot. No, I agree. There's ways to do it. I think some of them are a little sticky. Yeah, little there. Are. But like um, any rule, there's going to be exceptions too. So yeah. Here's the next one: tool ideas ranked by how helpful they would be to improving cash quality. And what I mean, because I know you're going to ask, what is a tool idea? Okay. And this is based on hiding a cache. So uh, let me give you examples. So Cashly, Project GC, is that what you meant? No, no. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Here are the tools. There's okay. five of them. You will need to rank them. Here they are in no particular order. Allow basic members to give favorite points. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. It's top five. Okay, five. <laughs> That's the, that's the benefit of being a premium member. I know. Okay, here's another one. Provide unlimited favorite points to premium members. No. Because <laughs> then every cash would have one on it. So that's, that's <laughs> not good either. These are kind of bad, aren't they? Okay, next one. Okay, here's why. Real quick. 
Here's number now, five A and five B. That's fine. If a basic member had one and geocaching wanted to lose out, I'm pretty sure that's just a premium thing right now, right? Yeah. There should be some benefit to being a premium member. They have to pay for their crap somehow, right? It's a business. Right. I know they want to keep it where it's open to everybody, but I don't think they should do that for a business standpoint either. But uh, the other one, unlimited favorite points, they are worthless. That's like saying having unlimited money. It has no right. value anymore. Has no value. You get, a point. you get a favorite point. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. There's, there's no value to them anymore. If you don't have to earn some earn something like that, it has no value. So that's, that's take that off the list. Go ahead. It's kind of why the um, uh, sadly they uh, the locationless caches went basically became waymarking, which we won't get yeah. into tonight. But because we can't have good things, if we if they would have done it, if they'd allowed it to be done, if cashers would have done it properly, we might have avoided the oh um, gee, I think this McDonald's would be a great place for a uh, yeah. yeah or whatever. You can't blame cashers for using the tools that are at their disposal. I know. Oh, here's, here's another one. Uh, create a rating system such as a five-star for caches. Um, so I like that idea. Um, I, do and I know like a third party tried to do that before. I, right. we, we've talked about it on the show before. I can't remember the name of it or whatever. It was yeah. like stars or whatever. But um, yeah. I like that, but it's complicated and it would be very subjective, but I just like the DT rating, right? But I yeah. think that that would be helpful. I, I like that one. I I wouldn't want to have to build it because it seems very complicated, right? To 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 make sure you're telling people what is a two point five star versus a three star, you know those yeah. kind of ratings. But I think it would be helpful. It's going to be very subjective, and they actually already trying that anyway. They're doing it with the lab caches, so. Hopefully we'll find out. They actually have implemented that. So I, that one moves That's number one so far. Um, just finding a way he said he'd like to limit hiding to premium only. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, um, we've talked about that before. And I know many people say they that's not okay because you can't. But $30 a year for your hobby. Yeah. I guarantee you everybody's spending more than that in a year on everything else they do. So yeah. I think it should be. A, that would be number one if that was on the list. But I'm sure it's not on any list here. Because geocaching wouldn't do HQ wouldn't do that. They have a different philosophy, right? Yes. They want to be the good guys and they want to make sure it's open to everybody. But if we're talking about what would improve quality, that would probably be the number one thing right there. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another one is add a function to search by favorite point percentage. You can kind of do that with, well, I do it in project GC. You can't search by percentage, but you can, I mean, not easily right in geocaching. Um, yeah. That that wouldn't be bad. I, I would put that above those other two silly ideas that you said. The first <laughs> okay. Those are no's, but you know what? I'd put that under the five-star rating, but I would say that's pretty good because um, if you have a hundred favorite points on something in like the middle of nowhere, yeah, huge. If you have it in Denver, that just means it's a cash, right? I mean, that's right. City, it doesn't really mean that much, but um, <laughs> I, I like that. That's they already have a formula for it, it's already, yeah. already have access to that. It would be kind of cool if they did that like 100 favorite points, which is 50% of the you know available favorite points. I like that one, that's actually pretty cool. Okay, and the last one is to create a place for cashers to say why 
they favorited or rated a cash. So the interesting thing with that is they actually now that's on logs, right? That you can thumbs up or thumbs down a log now. Um, yeah, that's that's new. Uh, depends on the app too, right? Let me let me dissect that again. Because you can do it on Cashly, but you can't do it on there, right? Yeah, read that one out one more time. Um, create a place for cashers to say why they favorited or rated a cash. So you mean like a cash log? Well, no. Because uh, isn't that what you should be putting in your cash log anyway? Well, no. Yeah, I agree. You're, I see what you're saying. So if if you click on, I'm putting a favorite, they're saying that it should have a small drop down that says why you're putting it. Why are you putting a favorite point on it? Yeah, I disagree with that. I think that one's silly too. And okay. here's why that's silly. If you're favoring a cash, you should not be putting TFTC anyway. You should be putting, this was a cool cash and I got right. it. Right. And, and why is it cool? Caches and stuff like that. So, you know, put, you know, maybe if they highlighted the logs of people that favored a cache, you know, when you're looking at a cache. Yeah. You do that, but that's supposed to be called your cache log. Right. Where you write why you favored the cache is you're writing why, you know, the, the log history. Now, before we get to, we'll get to the thing. Uh, All right, go ahead. Brad had a good point. Sorry. The, the uh, eventual logs have, Nearly everyone in the area rates them as five stars. So maybe, but that's an adventure lab. I don't know if necessarily he's right. The five star thing might become a mess. Well, yes and no. I think that's because adventure labs are new. Um, So people, the quality of those are generally higher than an LPC. First of all, because you only get some of those, right? So most people spend some time to those. And I say most of those do qual. If they were caches, a lot of those would get favorite points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially as a series. Because um, hardly anybody's just doing like stand in the parking lot and give me every letter of the Walmart sign, you know. They're doing stuff that's cool. They're doing like, you know, virtuals and stuff, you know. Yeah. So I would say those do. Um, I would say I can tell you that I have not five-starred every lab cache I found. I haven't either. Uh, but – uh it's also a small segment. So I would like to see what the actual stats are. Maybe headquarters would release that at some point, but yeah, they have already instituted that five-star thing. And I, I like it. I, I think that's a good, it's optional too. Right. But maybe the five-star is only for, if you give it a favorite point, maybe it's, I, I don't know. Right. Like how cool of a cash was it? Or maybe it's just everybody, but maybe it's only premium members. Who knows? Yeah, I was thinking that maybe just for premium members. Yeah. So. But all right, three of those were no's. Okay, no's. They're not no's. No's one redundant. They're five. Out of those five. Out of those five, which which one was number one? Two good ones. Okay, which one was number one? Five star number one. Redundant number. I mean the the flat. The star rating number two. Um, and then all those other three are after that. Okay, so you're going with five stars. It should have should be on the should have been number one. It should be number one. Sorry. Once again, you failed. Just kidding. What did they put as number one? Um, give, us the, give us the order. So here's the order. Number one was add function to search by favorite point percentage. I'm not hating that. That is number one and two. I agree. You're right. You had it in the top two. I agree. Okay. Um, by the way, that's sort of Wilson, the Wilson thing, which that's over in Project G. Which is a good thing. It is. 
There's books based on it. Go ahead. There are books. I don't know what I don't know any of them though. But <laughs> hey, you up. if you don't swing, that's your fault. I know uh, it's my own fault for not doing that. Oh, maybe. Oh, wait. Maybe I have. Oh, is it? Could be. That's oh, so shameless of me. Geocaches. There you go. Two, and there's a third someday, but that's okay. Not for you. We're running out of time. What's the next two through five? <laughs> Create a rating system was number two. So that's the five star thing. Okay, so I got one and two. I just switched the order. You switched the order. You did good. Third one is to, and you don't care about the last, the three, but create a place for caches to see, say why they favorited it. Yeah. So that's their cache log. Go ahead. Allow basic members to give favor points. Again, why would HQ do that? That's like, it's all free. Go ahead. And the fifth one, at least they're on the bottom of the list. Number five was to provide unlimited favor points. That's just silly. That is silly. That's just silly. All right, we got two more. Let's figure out which one of the two. And they're they're short because they're not five. They're just they just have two. I'll shut up more. I'll let you read the list and then just one. Um, they're basically project ideas. Project ideas to recognize cash owners. So, and you you're supposed to rank them by how helpful they would be to improve cash quality. All of it's they're all that's the same with all of them. So, let me give you the project ideas okay um i'm gonna combine the two into one just to make things a little simpler super out of time okay in no particular order, there are four so here's one of them souvenir promotion that reward a variety of caching rather than high number of fines i love that yep i like that their souvenir promotions they've done and i think they've They've done some recently and so they kind of implemented it on this one, and I think it's like that's really good. So. Yeah, they've kind of. If you think about it, they kind of implemented that because this last one, um, the wonders of the world, they don't they don't care how many you 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 uh, find yeah, different types, They're, different points, and stuff like that. And yeah, they, they have different. Mystery the museum was like that, or not mystery the museum? Yeah, mystery the museum. Right, cash types were worth other points, so there's advantage to it now. In fairness, you could just go out and blow it out with traditionals too, but they're opening up to people to have the ability to do that. So hopefully they will in the future do more of that, which yeah. is an experiment. And so, you know, like find one of each cash type. Now that's right. Cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be a, right. Because the ones before that, for like the, um, the hidden creatures, you, um, you had to get point. It was a point system. So you had to get, that was based on, uh, your finds like get to find caches with certain number of favorite points to get more points kind of thing. So here's one that Direwolf said, I think hiders should get some kind of virtual souvenir based on numbers of hides or amount of favorite points. Yes. I think the best thing, the best part of that would be amount of favorite points. Um, Cause number of hides wouldn't exactly, that's just number of hides, right? Number of quality hides. However you measure that, that would be the way to do it. And yeah, absolutely. Cause those are the people who contribute to the game. Right. So, right. You know, um, another one is to rename the needs needs archive log to needs reviewer attention. We've talked about that before, but I think the reviewer knows that. Um, yeah, needs archived kind of we well most people well just do it. Don't be scared. Just throw it in there. Nobody's gonna slap you. It's okay. Yeah, if it needs I've archive, the opposite, right? Yeah, I've had the opposite. I told you that when the whole story about the one who never found a cache before and marked mine as needs archived. Because they couldn't find it, 
And I went and looked. It's like, they haven't even found one yet. How do you know what you're looking for? Yeah. I mean, come on. And it was a hard one, too, because it was a, well, hard. But for somebody who's never found one, a fake pine cone, well, it was, actually it was a real pine cone. And I attached a container to it. So, the, yeah, the person started with the wrong one and then immediately said it needed to be archived. There's going to be those new hiders. There will be. Anyway. I sent them a note. Hopefully they're still in the game. I didn't try to scare them away. But um, give option to hide a unique cash type like virtual rewards. Hmm. I think they did that. You know what? They've done that. And that. that's good because the overwhelming majority of those virtuals, the yeah. new ones, are good. Yeah, I think a lot of them are really good. I agree. I think I've only found one that was just average. Yeah. And I understand what they did. I understand why they did it. Yeah. I, I even give them a pass on that one, right? Because they were trying yeah. to get a certain location, but it was hard to get a very unique question based on that. Um, But... I, so that one has to be a hundred percent because it worked. So, yeah, yeah, it did. They, they, they implemented the, the last one on the list was to create visible website status for owners of high quality caches. That's a, that's an idea they could really, they should now, that like what was just brought up. Like, uh, like you get your profile highlighter, do you get a souvenir or a badge or something? If you're a high quality cacher. Yeah, see, they should. I think that would be good to have because you could immediately look at a. If there was a way where you could look at the map, and on the map there's like a cache, and if they could do something with that icon, so that so that you would know by just looking at the map, like it's gold or something. I don't know some other color. Gold's not good, but you get the idea. Yeah, the idea is you could you could look at that and go, oh, not only is there a cache at this location, I know it's probably good because the person that hit it is in the category of a quality hider. Yeah. Now, this I think that is one of the best things they could do. And here's why. Now, I don't know how they would do it, right? I'm not even trying because that's that's why they got a whole company to do that, right? right. And they have like 5,000 employees, right? Isn't that correct? Um Something like that. <laughs> Just about 5,000 um, or 26, whatever it is. But um, if they could have a, like, if you do X, Y, and Z and high quality caches and keep your stuff maintained and you're cons- like, if you look on geocaching.com and maybe if it's not even like on the mobile apps as much as it's, I, right. I don't know how to do it. Right. But you see charter member, if you saw like, you know, excellent status hider or whatever they wanted to call it or whatever, you know, and, where your little profile thing is yeah, or on the profile hides or whatever else people would try to achieve that. Whatever yeah. those stats were, people do some crazy stuff for stats, right. And challenges sure. and everything else. We, we always talk about that. Yeah. But if you can do something that earns you a badge and you have to stay at a certain thing to be able to do that, right. and it's not something you can brute force, like you really have to do quality stuff. People would go crazy to earn that badge. Or whatever that system is, right? Your profile, or you have a special rank, or whatever. Um, Marcellus is just saying you could, if you could put a mark on a high favorite cash. Yeah. So, so you would know reward somehow to do that. Right. People go out of their way to do that. I think that's the number one thing you could do. Yeah. Um, because it people are going for a goal, right? You you think yep. people with limited access, like to those virtuals, are going to do them. 
but like some people have said they found average ones or whatever. Sure. But you'll find more, you'll probably find more of them that are better than not. Right. Or more of them that are better than like traditionals on okay. average because it's watered down, right? It's, you know, it's more exclusive, but um, I think we're going to steer away from that one. But <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> but uh, there's, there's definitely something that you can do. <laughs> you're, you're number one premium hotter or something, you know, but uh, yeah. Uh, well, and Owen brings up a good point is I do that. I'm sure you do that too. I've done it before too, where I look at an area and I, I will sort by favorite point. If I'm going to visit the kids in Little Rock, I'm going to go, okay, well, what's currently, what's the current list of favorite points for that, yeah. for that area. And people mentioned badge gen and we've talked about that before, you know, with the, the badge and stuff on project, the project GC owns now the badge gen stuff stats. Yeah. There's some really good things on there, but I think that is, and people do some crazy stuff to achieve those. However, sure. it's still a side thing. It if is. You do it on the main GCHQ thing. I can tell you now, I would do it. I'd be going for it. My right. profile would have that badge no matter. I would figure out a way to get it. Yeah. That's an achievement I like to have, right? So we that should. would be an important top achievement for me. And that's as we wrap up tonight, but that's definitely another show we need to do is badge gin. Oh yeah. Cause um, some. there's some cool stuff out there that I never even looked at and you can um, project GC specifically. Um, yeah. Casher Z is right. Gamification works. It just does. Well, it does on everything, but especially in this game. Yeah. They're they're okay. that premise. Yeah. They're right. But um because if you look at those, there's some cool stuff. I mean, like I said, we, we need to talk about that some night. Um, they have ones about like how, how many you found under underground. I mean, yeah, I would never have thought of that. I mean, I've only, I think I've only done one, but I think I'd do four more if there was a badge for five, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. I would as well. Yeah. If those were on the official geocaching HQ profile, it'd get even more, you know, yeah. than it now which people love it now but yeah absolutely yeah if you're at emerald emerald setting for something you did 150 and you need to get to 200 or something you're like where are the other 50 i can go find yeah, I guess, I guess what i'm doing now <laughs> that's right so yeah uh all right it's it's time to wrap up what do you think what's your final thoughts on the so I actually think, and I know we didn't really get to get to this part of it because I talked too much, but no, the, I think HQ has taken this information and has enacted some of these things. And I agree. I think quality has improved. Um, now, it's always a balance, right? Yeah. I know that people are flocking to geocaching because they need things to do. Yeah. going to be brand new cachers, so that quality is not going to help any. However... I think HQ is doing some good things to get some quality in there right now. I think there's, those are positive steps. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's interesting. And again, we've, we've really milked this cash quality questionnaire survey for, for all it's worth, but I think it was worth it to do that. It, it is cause it's an ongoing topic that always changes, right? It is. It's, it brought up a lot of, I think it, hopefully, hopefully the audience uh, appreciates the discussion because I think it has been fascinating for you to look at it, you know, for me to sort of present you with the questions. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's been, it's been interesting. Um, so hopefully they'll do another one. You know, that was a few years ago, but I've enjoyed it. 
Well, and that's one of our main missions of the show, right? Like our unwritten, unspoken, but we, we say, you know, behind the scenes all the time, besides entertainment, because we always want to have fun. That's why we're here, yeah. right? Have fun, everything else in a game. Yeah. But we also want to do everything we can do to help to improve the game. Yes. Improving the game is important for all of us because just like everybody else, without getting into a long thing, Geocaching has done great stuff for us and our family. And if I can yeah. do anything to get back to that and improve the game and we can help with that, we should be looking at that regularly because it's, it's fun. Yeah, I <laughs> agree. It's to be fun for years to come, right? 20 years down, we need another 20. So, so Direwolf, we twisted his arm long enough, far uh, enough. He's going to give a thumbs up. He's going to do it now. So, all right, good. Well, thanks. And if Direwolf is willing to give a thumbs up, oh my everybody God. Should. Come on, everybody. I would think everybody should. I mean, if we stand up to that scrutiny, come on. We twisted his arm. He's willing to do it. Then, oh my goodness. Yeah, and you know what? If you're if you're not, you aren't having fun, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're right. That we would have an awesome time. Casher Z is correct. All right. Thanks everybody. We went a little long tonight, but hey, sometimes it happens. So it happens. Folks, we hope you've been folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight, as well as our new format. Please email us your comment at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. There you go. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.